Hey everyone, welcome to Base Engine Radio. This is episode number 16, and we have a very special guest for you, my good friend, Aaron Brown. Aaron is very experienced with EdTech, the startup realm. Now he's venturing into tech sales after being a recent graduate of FlockJ, another education program where they teach you technical skills and help you get hired with another tech company. With that being said, Aaron, do you want to do a quick intro of yourself? Yeah, 100%, man. What's going on, Elon? What's up, everyone? My name is Aaron. I'm from the Bay Area, hella Bay Area. And yeah, you know, at a young age, got involved in the tech world really through high school programs that I was participating in. And ever since then, you know, it was just a really cool and interesting and fast paced world that I found myself caught up in. And yeah, man, ever since then, I, I was just really engaged with the environment did a lot of different, you know, tech and entrepreneurship programs, even till this point, you know, just recently graduated a tech sales program, like you were talking about FlockJ, uh, to get into actual tech sales, which is selling software for, for different tech companies. Um, and yeah, man, you know, happy to be here. Sweet. And so now that we kind of know a little bit of who you are, what's kind of your vision for yourself and how you want to play a part in our world today yeah so for me to go for me i'm going into a sales professional career um that's me that's who i am that's what where my gut is taking me at and as a salesperson in tech i'm really positioned in a unique place because i'm essentially on the front line of the economy being able to actually push products into the public market and to have that kind of role where my job is to directly essentially give people products to use quote unquote selling is just really fascinating for me because i get to be a, a big player and who gets what tools to make the world better in whatever place that the product does right when it comes to my vision you know to be a salesperson in tech is really to you know something that i I hold core to my heart and to my internal values is being able to sell products that actually make a difference. Because in the tech space, you see a lot of different industries, a lot of different cool things uh, going on, but then you have to really look at, okay, what are the products and what are the services that are actually making a realistic, tangible difference in the world and in people's lives. So for me to go into the sales profession is really living out my vision to be able to offer opportunities to the world that takes the world to another level. Fantastic. And I'll make sure to poke at some of the things that you mentioned there, especially being a salesperson and helping push product into the market. Tell me, Aaron, I want to know a little bit more about your backstory growing up, perhaps the external environment you're dealing with, but then also the internal feeling you were dealing with at the same time, let's say around elementary years to middle school. Yeah, let's see. I mean, man, you know, growing up, I mean, when I tell people my story in a very professional setting, I, you know, I, I craft it together so that it kind of translates of like why I'm in tech. But if I'm going to be real, you know, growing up, I was just a normal kid, man, just like everyone else, just wanting to hang out with my friends, ride my bike, play video games there was nothing really unique about my childhood um, and how I really transitioned into tech. But really, you know, the, the biggest part to it, when I first got interested in tech was watching Iron Man for the first time. And I think I was like eight years old, nine years old. 
Um, and just to see, you know, in this movie, this man who has this super robotic suit and he's able to save the world. I was like, whoa, that's hella cool. He's like, you know, shooting lasers and he has this whole AR setup where he's like working his tools. Um, so that really, you know, at an early age got me questioning what is tech supposed to be doing for the world and making the world better? Yeah, you know, and then through middle school, nothing too exciting going on, really just living out my life as a middle schooler, just having to do homework um, with family. And then as I got into high school more, that's when I got involved uh, with the San Leandro Business Academy where you and I both met each other. And then that's when God started to really connect together of like, okay, you know, I have family that's in the, the business sector. And with the whole tech, you know, digital transformation going on in this current century of the 21st century, uh, there's a lot of programs that were looking to get a lot of young people involved in STEM. So by doing that, you know, I joined, kind of going back to the backstory I was talking about, I, I did these different tech programs, did these entrepreneurship programs. And that's when I really started to discover my strength, which is how I verbally communicate to people. I don't think there was anything special that really like got me started on that. I think it's just the way that I'm able to tell different stories and to use metaphors and the, and the likes uh, to paint pictures in people's heads. So as I discovered my, my speaking ability, I did everything I could to refine that, which is why after high school, I did programs like the Dale Carnegie training program, studying a lot of Chris Voss, and you know everything to really like get into the details of how is rhetoric used to persuade people and to get your ideas across so yeah man that's how i kind of you know ended up going from just a regular kid really just finding a smooth introduction to the tech space figuring out what my unique skill set was and to put that into a professional career that comes into sales because that's all sales is really about it's how you communicate to people to help them understand the problems that they're going through and so that you're able to identify what those key points are and being able to offer a solution to that. Well said. And I'm very curious, you mentioned that you have some family ties with business. You are a part of the Business Academy for high school and eventually you graduate, but I want to know a little bit more about like, why did you become a part of like this business academy why are you involved with like entrepreneurship i think a lot of times when we talk about business with people they think it's very transactional they think it's very uh formal very um wall street you know very old school traditional business but i feel like how we've been brought up especially in the bay area it's a lot about hustling and making it work right and so I think you come from a very interesting perspective and background too. I just want to know a little bit more, like why are you diving into business? Why not like something else? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. I think really why business is because I can just be myself in the business world. I mean, like, dude, when I was running pilot city programs with green fucking hair, you know, just inspiring kids like that's what i like to do i like to play things by my rules um i can work with other people's rules too which is why i'm a good employee which is why i'm a good team member but if i feel like the rules are fucking stupid then i'm playing by my fucking rules at the end of the day um if i have the confidence to know that my way is the best way of doing it and that's why i think entrepreneurship really stood out to me 
was because I was able to see things outside of the common pattern that I, I saw a lot of other people continuously following, um, which is why when I was in high school, I didn't get the best grades, but in all the in all the business programs, I was the champion of the school because I, I knew like, dude, I'm writing a five page paper, but in the real world, I have seven seconds to persuade someone. Something doesn't add up here. Uh, so just being able to look at reality um, and to see that going into business, it, it just makes sense um, because you can go in there and actually be a competitive player and challenge other ideologies and methodologies. Um, if you can show that you have a new idea that's, that brings a, a new and efficient level of innovation to the game. Great, that's very clear. Uh, and actually it gives a lot more insight to what we can dig into. Yeah. And being, you know, in high school, you're pretty young at this time, like you're a teenager, right? And now you're becoming a young man in the world uh, in, in your early 20s. So, but from that time to this time, uh, I would actually think around your, your last high school years, you started to get involved with doing your own businesses, if I'm not mistaken, or, you know, pretty much when you were a first year or two in college, but was there any new opportunity that came along your journey that kind of opened your eyes with pursuing entrepreneurship on an even deeper level? I'm very curious, especially after high school. Yeah, I mean, you know, cause after high school, that's when I was working with Pilot City. I was just beginning to take more and more responsibility on and there was a time where I was doing both Pilot City and I was going to Berkeley City College. Um, when I was at Berkeley City College, it was a great experience, met a lot of very kind, very intellectual people. But it came to a point where it's like, dude, I'm working at a startup where I get to learn all these tech tools like HubSpot and Front and be in front of a lot of people and communicating with them while I'm at Berkeley City College when I'm learning about marine biology and then there's kids throwing fucking candy in the back of the class. And it's like, let me choose the one that makes the most sense for the path that I'm trying to be on. And the path that I'm trying to be on is not to learn business necessarily through an academic system, but to do business and learn through being on the field. For me, I see myself as a social learner in the sense that I learned by looking at other people and studying the minds of successful people whom I've never met um, so that I understand, you know, what is my style of doing business? Don't get me wrong, going to business school and getting your degree in business, getting your master's in business is, is great. I know a lot of successful people that went that route. Uh, while at the same time, as we live in this age where information is so accessible, and I can literally look up different methodologies that Andrew Carnegie was going through, that uh, Warren Buffett was going through. You know, I don't need to spend a whole bunch of time reading books because I can do a simple search, look up how they were thinking, look up their systems and implement that right away. Uh, so really just seeing like the different experience between studying business and actually being involved in business is really what inspired me to be, you know, to go work full time with Pilot City. Um, and yeah, man, making that transition over was the best transition I've ever made in my life. I saved myself years. So you mentioned working with Pilot City. 
And I don't think we actually have the time to actually explain what Pilot City is or was to you, what you were doing with it. But if you actually want to walk us through what that experience was like working for this company, and then maybe the hiccups or walls that you've encountered along the way and kind of where it pushed you to now. Yeah, I mean, so the reason why I really liked working with Pilot City is because I was able to solve a problem that I personally felt going through in high school, which was a lack of real world experience in the classroom. Um, so to be able to work with Pilot City where we were connecting high tech, high growth tech industries to high school teachers and students so that the students can develop projects in the classroom for these employers and potentially get an internship over the summer, that it was something that I felt like I would have needed in high school, which is why I pursued that kind of work uh, because I knew that at the end of the day I was doing something that was for social good at the end of the at the end of the day and I was able to serve hundreds of students uh, in the Bay Area through through that services. My age was the biggest challenge for for me because as I would go into different meetings and talk with different people I could tell like you know before the facial hair dude I I had a baby face I looked like a kid I looked very very young even still I look very young um and you know that kind of frequency what was vibrating in the room that I was in like this kid is really fucking young who who is this guy um and it made me it made me lacked the confidence I needed to actually do the, the best work that I could because I felt that people were judging me because I was a very young kid. And I remember one time I was at this conference uh, and this guy, he like came up to me and we were just talking about, you know, the, how the conference was going. And then he asked me what I was doing. He's like, oh, you go to college? I'm like, no, I don't, I'm not going to college right now. I'm actually working, you know, I'm doing this full time. Uh, I'm following my dream, man. And he was like, you got to go to college, man. And he started like really hounding on me. Um, and then I was just like, dude, what the fuck? You don't even like, you don't even process, you know, what my experiences are like to get to where I'm trying to go while you're here trying to game me up when you literally have nothing that I desire in my life. And that was the biggest turning point uh, was going through that experience with that guy. And then I talked to, I talked to my older brother about it. And I was like, dude, people are like getting hella sideways to me about my age. And he was like, dude, don't listen to people that don't have what you want at the age, what you want where they're at, if that makes any sense. Um, so to, to, you know, clarify that example, if I'm working in a, let's say I'm working at, at a job, I'm much more likely to take more advice from the sales manager that is 30 years old than the sales manager that's 60 years old. It, Cause they're in the same position. One dude had 30 more years of life to, to, to get a bit higher, right? So for me, you know, to see that, I'm gonna listen to the person that, that has succeeded at the speed that I, that I desire to succeed at. Um, so yeah, man, you know, really like that, that was a big turning point for me is understanding like, you know, people are going to criticize me for my age, but just listen to the people that got what you want, man. It, Cause if you don't, then you're taking, you know, you're, you're taking advice that's, that's really not helpful for you. Now we've been able to capture different points of your life thus far, whether it be growing up, dealing with high school, and now dealing with the professional world, being a young professional. And 
From the start of your journey to now, what transformation have you experienced thus far? Great question. Really just self-awareness, self-actualization, just being able to know thyself is the biggest part of the journey that I went through. Because when I first started, I didn't really know what I wanted. It was, I was 18, dude. I, I fresh out of high school, had some experience in tech and on, in the entrepreneurship world, but there was just still so much for me to learn. Um, so, and to be able to go through that journey where I got to see 50 different industries that I was working with and a whole bunch of other tech products and services when I would go to different tech conferences, um, it was a time period for me to discover. Um, and that, that was the biggest difference between me going to college and me not going to college was that if I'm in college, I have to commit to a very specific major that I'm in, not right away, but I do when I'm still at a pretty young age. Um, and follow that path. And if I want to change paths, there's a whole systematic transition I have to go through to change paths. Even if I'm not too sure if the other path I'm selecting is really the path I wanted to choose. You know what I mean? So with my journey being in the workforce, I was able to discover who I, who I am and what is it that I want to do. And most importantly, what is it that I want to do to make my money? You know what I mean? Because that's a big part of it is that we can understand ourselves and we can understand what we want to do. But you also have to understand how are you going to provide for yourself and your family and your community in an economic world that we live in. So just being able to like think of these questions and go through the experiences that I've gotten the opportunity to go through that allow me to choose. You know, I like this. I don't like this. And the more I started to like something, the more I started to dig deeper and deeper and deeper into it, uh, which is how I got to the point now where very specifically I'm getting into technology sales um, because I had options. I found the option that I was a little interested in and then I dug deeper and deeper and deeper in it. And that process of digging deeper uh, enforces that desire to learn more to the point where it becomes, it consumes you. And then you're just so, obsessed with this field of work that you know like this is the path I'm supposed to be in. Talk to me a little bit about your experience with technical sales and diving into these new training programs that you're a part of. You know what man these training programs that are really coming up in the 21st century because I mean before there's a lot of in the, in the 20th century there's a lot of take-home courses that you can do such as the Dale Carnegie program like that is a program established very early in the 20th century um, but as we move into our modern day there's a lot of alternative education programs that any individual could go in for me it was finding the tech sales one but there's also a lot for digital marketing for coding, for customer success. So now in this day of age, there's a lot of different options that an individual can choose to go through to sort of reskill themselves in an area that they see that they need to develop the skills in. And yeah, man, to be in tech sales, it's really cool because I am placed in a position where I understand how a product is solving a critical need in the marketplace right now through an intangible system because it's very different between selling a car which is very tangible it weighs a lot versus selling something that only exists on the internet um 
and yeah, man, you know, but at the end of the day, the practice and the art and the science of sales is still the same thing. The fundamentals still stay true. Uh, and that's the cool thing about sales is that it's one of the oldest professions in the history of the world. Everyone, you know, in the past, you know, had to barter, had to push something out so that they can collect whatever coin that they needed to collect. Um, and yeah, man, so that's, that's how I sort of figured out like you know that that's how I got into tech sales um and that's what I you know that's really what stood out to me about tech sales is like it's not tech sales it's just sales you know it's a fundamental art for literally survival I mean if you can't negotiate if you can't persuade you're you're, you're not going to get a lot of things that you want in life but really just being able to learn that skill was was really valuable because I know what my intentions are to use that skill to to make my dreams come true. But even more than that, make a positive impact on the world with the time that that I have on here, man. Sweet. And now as we start to kind of wind down from these main interview type of questions, I'm gonna dive into some of these additional conversation points and we can kind of stem from there. So I'm curious as well, what has been most influential in your life so far? My potential. <laughs> my potential has been the biggest influence in my life, man, because I, again, as I studied the minds of successful people that I've never met before, it made me realize that the only limits that I will ever encounter are the limits that I placed on myself mentally, subconsciously, and acknowledging that because at the end of the day, dude, I have five fingers, I have, or I have 10 fingers, I have 10 toes. Physically, I'm in the same exact shape as Barack Obama or Michael Jordan. Maybe not, you know, strength-wise, it, it varies, but physically, I'm the same damn thing. I'm a human being. And seeing how human beings have been able to reach such a high level of success, it made me realize, like, my potential is not capped to what I may actually think it's at. And it's definitely not capped to where I'm at currently in this present moment. So just being able to go down the journey to find my most true and divine self as a human being and then as a professional um and then as a family member so it's like looking at all these areas of like how can i be the absolute best i can be while i live the life i am living uh because i want to be able to live my life and make the absolute most out of it i don't want to miss out on the potentials of greatness um, so just realizing that, man, it, it put me on a path of like, you know, how how far can I actually go? Can I actually make a hundred grand in a year? Can I actually make four hundred grand in a year? Um, can I, you know, build a huge online community? I don't know, man. But there's only one way to find out, and that's to take action and to keep moving further. And as I move farther down that journey more things start to come into physical reality. And it, and then that adds more, more wood to the fuel. As you start seeing more success, you start seeing that your potential for success is getting greater and greater. And that's what influences me, man. It's like, how far can I go? You mentioned the term potential is really powerful. And I don't know if sometimes other people think about it too, 
but I, that's something I can relate to as well. What made you realize that your potential was incredibly powerful? Was there an experience or maybe a book or some type of situation you were in that you were dealing with that made you like realize that, wow, like there is potential and like it, what matters is just taking action towards my goals and fulfilling that. Cause if I don't, I won't go anywhere. So what was that for you? Yeah, I mean, I can't really pinpoint it to a very specific point, but it, it really came through studying biographies. So I've read biographies of Warren Buffett, um, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and not, to be real with you, not super in depth. Like, it's not like I can explain exactly how their life played out. But what I do know is where they started off at and where they ended up at. Um, and to give you something that that's super tangible, when I was reading Warren Buffett's biography, there was a time he had just graduated from college. He was getting into investment banking and he would, he didn't have a whole lot of money, but there was a time when Warren Buffett was very young that he would have these anxiety attacks because he would, he would get tripped over like, holy shit, man, how am I going to end up managing these billions of dollars in the future? Even though that wasn't in his present reality. Now we know it's in his reality, but for him to be, you know, not there yet at that age, but, and, and to anticipate that coming in, maybe really show like, if you put your mind towards it and you have a burning desire to go down this path and you have belief in yourself that you're actually going to succeed, those are the fundamental principles to actually getting to that point. And that's exactly what it talks about in books like Think and Grow Rich and Psycho-Cybernetics and The Magic of Thinking Big. And if you analyze those kind of books and the reality of the super successful, you see those traits playing very true. Great answer. And I know you just mentioned a few books there and a question I have that I'm very curious about. If you have to pick one book as your favorite book, at least right now, or maybe overall, yeah. what would your favorite book be and why? Yeah, I mean, that's a, uh, I, I'll let you know what my favorite book is and I'll let you know what my most helpful book is. So my favorite book is As a Man Thinketh, because that was the book that really got me interested in the idea of self-development. That book is one of the, the OGs. Like that's one of the original books that ever came out that talked about, how, you know, as your mind, you know, how your mind thinks is who you are. Um, so then as I, you know, so that's one of my favorite books because it, it just lays out what are the key principles to using your mind to become who you want to be and to achieve what you want to achieve. Um, and then from there on out, stems Think and Grow Rich and Tony Robbins books and, and the likes. But I that's one of my favorite ones because that's like, that's the seed book right there. Uh, and then the most helpful book that I've ever read is Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. And the reason why that one is my most helpful one is because it, it talks about the human psycho-cybernetic system, which is essentially the way that your brain communicates to itself um, from your conscious thought to your subconscious vibrations, which stem all from your brain to your spinal cord, um, which essentially allows you to take action. 
uh, and you know, and to be able to dive into the science of like of how self-image influences your beliefs, which influence your habits, which influence your actions, it was just really powerful for me because I, I got to an understanding of how I control my mind and how I have influence over my conscious thought process to influence how my subconscious processes so that I'm able to do the things that I have to do in my daily life. Like before I wasn't I wasn't running every day, but as I meditated and envisioned myself as a very athletic and a very um, fit and healthy person, it made that transition way more easier than past attempts which was to just go out and do it. And then, you know, and then you miss two days and then I don't know where the, the habit breaks, right? Um, so yeah, man, psycho-cybernetics is such a huge one because it, it teaches you, you know, you have control of your mind. Um, and really my favorite quote from that book is that the only opinion that matters is the opinion that you have about yourself. Um, and that's my favorite because it's so true, man. However you see yourself is how the world's gonna end up accepting you. The fact that you mentioned psycho-cybernetics, I think is really important too, because it's all about what's in our imagination, right? And that connects to our belief system. And the imagination is so strong. It is so strong. And you, when you emotionalize with these things in your life, you start to, you rationalize with how you think of yourself or how you think of the world. And I think a big thing that a lot of these self-help books really focus on and target is that your internal world is the exact reflection of your external right even though you can't really control everything that we deal with uh, outside of ourselves you can still control how you react to it your attitude right so i think the fact that you brought that up is very powerful for anyone that's listening to this and i know that just by working with you and knowing you for the past several years you've definitely been making strides to develop yourself in a lot of different ways so that's a great thing to hear a great thing for you to share with the people and now as we start to i'm going to ask you a few last questions at least short term what can we expect from you next Aaron? uh short term what you can expect from me next is, i'm gonna end up landing a job very soon um i have a couple options i'm looking at right now but my next steps for professionally is to land a sales development representative role at a tech company. And, you know, it could really be not, I mean, not any tech company because the, the main values I look at is the leadership, uh, how the product is adding value to the world and how the culture is like internally. So right now that's where I'm at right now is really just looking at different companies that are potentially interested in me. I'm very deep in a couple of the interview processes for a couple organizations. But yeah, man, finding that first tech sales job is is the next step for me. So being placed SDR, being a leader with the company, that's the short-term action goal, vision right now. What about the yeah, long-term? Yeah. Let me clarify that because you, you brought up another good point. It's finding that job and doing everything I can to be the very best I to be the very best at that job um and that's that's and that ties back to potential because i have to ask myself do, hey can i actually be the greatest sdr at this company within you know the, the the time that i'm in this position i don't know but i'm gonna find out <laughs> yeah and you'll only know by by doing it right and as uh, i think it's clement stone who was a a mentee of napoleon hill 
do it now, right? Just do it. And, and like, that's it, period. I'm very excited to see that. And so that's the short, you know, this is short term, three, six months, year. But what about long term? What about when you're stepping, you're, you're stepping into the greatest version of yourself right now, but it's continuous, right? The moment is, is instantaneous. What about when you're like 40, bro? Like, what are you up to then? Yeah, I mean, by the time I'm 40, um, man, well, I have definitely, you know, did the, the big portion of my sales career. Because um, for me, you know, the, the sales, me taking this next journey into the road of sales, I mean, I'm really looking at it as like, that. that's my skill set that I choose to make an impact in the world. Because at the end of the day, even though I'm taking on this job, I know where I'm gonna end up being is in an entrepreneurial role. So whether that's helping someone else build their business or whether that's me launching my own business sometime in the future uh, is the direction that I'm going towards. Because ultimately for me, like my biggest thing that I care about is planetary health, um, meaning the, the maintenance of the planet system so that our ecosystems are able to thrive as, as life lives on. So yeah, man, you know, really just keeping that high level thought in mind throughout this whole journey, um, taking care of my wealth. So making sure that I have really strong investments in cash flow systems, whether that's in real estate, whether that's in venture capital, I'm not too sure yet, but I'm definitely going to end up being an investor because I'm not going to let my money just sit in a bank account. Like it's going to have to go somewhere and make more money for itself. Because uh, at the end of the day, I can't just be working for every dollar I make because um, that's, you know, that that's that's not the, the best way to live life. Um, and yeah, man, so but other than that, taking care of my health, you know, I want to be in the best physical shape that my body can physically accomplish. Um, so really making sure that, you know, I'm a healthy human being. By the time I'm 40, I'll probably have a family. So making sure that my family life is good um, and making sure that as I come up, I'm also bringing a community up with me. Uh, Cause as I've been in the tech space, most of the time I'm one of the, the only, if not very few brown people in the room. Um, and it sucked, man. Like it, like it is what it is. So I'm not going to complain about it, but it's not an ideal scenario. An ideal scenario is if I have everyone in the room um, and to see that the communities that I come from aren't being represented, I want to make sure that I'm able to, to provide that opportunity for people who, who actually want to come up too, so that they can come up as well. Because I mean, people say it's lonely at the top, it could be if you want it to be. I know people who are at the top that have an abundance of friends and abundance of love in their life. Um, and for me, I'd rather be at the top seeing, you know, a community of people that I was able to help come to the top as well. And before we close this off, where can the people connect with you online? Yeah, connect with me. Definitely add me on LinkedIn. Um, planning to send out more or i'm planning out more linkedin content to come out soon so that's aaron batarsi brown uh you can find me on linkedin follow me on instagram aaron b positivity uh and add me on clubhouse my, my clubhouse username is aaron alchemist me and elon are going to work on some really cool stuff to to come out on clubhouse so definitely you know if you're on it 
check us out um give us a follow I'll, I'll follow you back if you're not on it you might want to consider getting on it because it's, it's probably going to be the next big thing and now as we close out this interview what is advice you would give to someone who was in your footsteps years before yeah that's a good one um there's there's two pieces that come to it right it's either one know what you want like actually define what it is that you want because if you don't know what you want you you're you're not going to actually be able to go on a journey that is going to take you to the manifestation of whatever that desire is so really defining what you want and having an understanding of what your soul wants to go towards in life is super important so number one define what you want and if you don't know what you want which is perfectly okay i didn't know what i wanted for a very long time so if you don't know what you want do things that help you discover what it is that you want meaning explore try out new things get into new hobbies new activities new communities um, so that you can start understanding what it is that truly is going to make you happy because once you discover you know you go from this part and you discover what you want and what truly makes you happy you can then follow that path which is going to take you down the best path that you can really go down in life which is ultimately finding finding happiness happiness and fulfillment very yeah. well said well thank you so much Aaron for participating in this interview I know it's been a long time coming to really put this together and we'll probably be doing a lot more content as well just as you mentioned with Clubhouse especially so that's very exciting there's a lot of change going on right now I know we've been talking a lot about the market to technology to real estate to community building so there's a lot of exciting stuff and we're living right in the freaking middle of it so everyone if you're watching this please check out aaron you got a lot of cool stuff on the way that's coming thanks everyone for watching this interview and make sure to stay tuned for the next one too so with that being said thanks for watching this is base engine radio base out <laughs>